1: Talk Radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Money ill-fated. Five rivers. Little like could we are.
0: On the Blake Radio Network Rainbow Soul. As most of you know I'm your host Deirdre Shuler And I'm also the entertainment editor For the Black Star News and other papers And today I'm going to be interviewing A young lady uh, Whose name is And I could I might not have her last name pronounced correctly I, I pronounce it as Imani fated But that's probably not right I have her on the phone Can you tell me Am I pronouncing your Hi. name correctly, Armani?
2: Yes, actually How you? you said it uh Yeah, it was actually it correct. Is? Um Amani ill fated. Okay, good. Um yeah.
0: Well welcome to the show, Amani. And, and uh tell me a little bit about your background.
2: Uh yeah, so I was born in uh, South Sudan. Um it's a country that uh has been torn apart by war. Uh, my family came as refugees to Canada, Regina, Saskatchewan to be specific um, back when I was three years old uh, that's where I fell in love with music and uh, since then I've moved to Toronto to pursue music and uh, yeah, bring this uh, type of sound to you
0: to backtrack a bit uh, the war, it's a war right or or certainly conflict in South Sudan is that over water or what is the conflict over?
2: Uh, so The recently, it's been a civil war, Uh, the most recent uh, fights have been between tribes, Um, previously before that it was uh, just that the nation, um, as many probably know, uh, South Sudan and North Sudan are very different in terms of religious uh, beliefs, so the North is very Islamic uh, Muslim where the South is Christian Catholic and uh, other spiritualities and religions. Um, so they decided to split uh, in order to not be an Islamic state. Uh, so that's one of the biggest conflicts that they've had before. Ah, like
0: Ireland mm-hmm. fighting over different religious groups. Oh, now you say mm-hmm. you, you are in Canada, but are you, you're in Saskatchewan?
2: Uh So yeah. right now I'm in Toronto, uh, Ontario. Um, I grew up in Saskatchewan, though. So well, it must have been something from moving from the heat to the cold. Yes. <laughs> it's very, very drastic, and uh, we came in November. So you can imagine going from almost desert temperatures to pretty much the frigid tundra. Yes.
0: Was the family mm-hmm. prepared for that? How many are in your family? Are you an old? Uh, there's child? There
2: six in my family. Uh, okay. I, I'm the oldest of uh, of three or four, sorry.
0: Are they all into entertainment?
2: No, um, I'm the only one that did uh, entertainment. Um, My youngest brother did sports. uh, He's with the Calgary St. Peter's right now. Oh, okay, great. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I understand that uh, you started your interest in music or singing after hearing Celine Dion. Is that the case, or did you start Mm -hmm. earlier than that?
2: Uh, that was the moment that I decided. Um, I heard Celine Dion on TV, and I just decided that's exactly what I wanted to do with my life.
0: And what age was that?
2: Uh, so I was about four years old. Wow.
0: So you knew your fate early.
2: Tell me, yes. uh, you, you do
0: <laughs> vocals. Do you do an instrument as well as vocals?
2: Um, I do play piano, uh, but most of my music skills would be with digital production using programs to make uh, music.
0: Oh, okay. Well, how would you describe your music in, in, in terms of a, a genre or sound?
2: Um, so, I, I really love a lot of different uh, genres. Um, I have a very eclectic taste uh, when it comes to music, um, but I would define it more as pop, reggae, uh, world, Afrobeat. And I also understand that when
0: you do your concerts, there's a lot of uh, audience participation. In what way? Do they sing or dance or both or what?
2: Uh, Yeah, both. Um, What I love is when uh, I I teach the audience the words to the songs uh, so they get to join in. Um, I love telling stories uh, to the audience and then also hearing their stories. So I'll bring someone up who has the same type of story. And of course, the dancing. Um, anytime I see someone dancing in the audience, I want them up on stage with me. Oh, cool! That must be a thrill
0: mm-hmm. for the, for the audience yes. members.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it is a great thrill.
0: Well, although it wasn't professionally mixed, you did uh, got some uh, buzz on your first musical effort. It was entitled uh, "Too Hot," I believe. Can you tell me about that?
2: Yes, um, Too Hot originated when I was about 15. Um, I was just making some music. Uh, My sister really loved the tune, and she wanted it for her school dance. And then uh, one day, I just decided to put it online. And uh, it wound up getting around 27,000 downloads. And a lot of people really, really liked it. So, yeah. Do you write your own lyrics? Yes, all of my lyrics are written by me.
0: Okay. Do you ever collaborate with another uh, writer, songwriter?
2: Um, yeah, I mostly strictly collaborate you. with. Uh, uh, sorry, I I didn't catch that last part.
0: Oh, I said, did do you collaborate with other songwriters, or are you? It's strictly you doing the lyrics.
2: Um, usually it's strictly me doing the lyrics. Um, but of course, when I work with different producers or other songwriters, they will change a couple of my words here and there um which I'm open to usually.
0: Well your latest I assume which I played part of at the top of the show is called The Hills. It, it's your single on uh on your uh, E P Saturn is it called?
2: Yes. Yes. Um The Can Hills is me about is, uh, that you released it this year? Uh yeah, I released it in uh, August of this
0: year. And how many songs do you have on on the in the album?
2: Uh so so far it's seven tracks um on the on the EP. And tell me about
0: about it the idea of putting it together the songs you chose and the theme of it.
1: Yeah,
2: so originally it started off with a very wide range of subjects um everything from love to breakups to just mindset um but then i just got this idea one day to focus it on just the mindset of a girl who is living two different lives so the main thing is like i was born in africa um and i have this african heritage of mine but i'm also canadian so there's this sort of duality that i have where i adapt to both cultures and both mindsets and it just winds up becoming something about my mindset in reaction to the world uh, that's around me. So Saturn is definitely about the mindset.
0: And why do you call it the hills?
2: Uh, so for the hills, um, when I first heard it, uh, when I first wrote it, it was about uh, refugees and immigrants coming from where they're from escaping whatever it is that they're they're escaping whether it's poverty whether it's war um, or seeking asylum um, they would come to North America and one of the things that I've noticed is that we face a lot of racism classism we get treated very differently here in North America but our main goal regardless of whether you're an immigrant or a refugee and regardless of what country you're coming from into North America everyone's goal is to get to that one place, that big hill, so like Beverly Hills, Parliament Hill, Capitol Hill, in order to make a statement in their lives, whether it's to be wealthy or whether it's to be powerful or whether it's to make a change in the world.
0: Did it come as a surprise, the attitude now of of the United States in terms of uh, immigration?
2: Yes, that was one of the biggest shocks, um, especially when uh, last year, I believe in uh, about February, Donald Trump decided to make that ban on the seven countries, and one of them included Sudan, uh, which used to be uh, one country, so North and South. So it was a big shock uh, for that to happen. And then also the treatment of those uh, uh, of Mexico, uh, South, uh, South Americans, the treatment of Middle Easterns coming to this country, the treatment of uh, people from Iran. It was just so shocking to see someone be so blatant about it so that really sparked a lot of the uh the anger in the hills
0: well i'm sure it did and not only in the hills i think a lot of americans are shocked at the change of of focus under under this
2: particular administration now you you also
0: model yes are you still doing that
2: um, not not actively uh, these days. Um, modeling was actually an accident. Uh, it started when I was 17. I just needed an album cover. Uh, so I worked with this photographer called Javier Rivera. And the photos that we took wound up becoming a big thing on the Internet. Um, so I wound up getting a lot of photo shoots from that. And then next thing you know, I was signed to an agency. So it was kind of like an accidental thing that happened.
0: Well, it's interesting that uh your music is uh getting international attention because i see that you did very well with your singles letter to myself and ultimate uh, candy is it uh how did how did you get it out into the world
2: um, so the one thing that uh, I, I did study entertainment business management, so I did learn a lot about how to network, how to connect, and how to prepare things for labels. Um, but the main thing that helped with it was the Internet and Facebook, Twitter, um, and then also just reaching out to people around the world and you know, asking them to listen to the song and tell me their thoughts. Um, so that's kind of how I pushed those two singles out there.
0: Well, you also got nominated by by the African Entertainment Awards for Best Female Artist and Musician of the Year. And was there another one from the South Sudan ACE Awards?
2: Yes, yes. Um, So those two actually came as a shock. Um, I didn't really anticipate that, um, mostly because my music isn't purely Afrobeat or, um, you know, 100% African. Um, it's a, a lot of it is English, but uh, it was a very big honor to be able to uh, go to the award show. Um, I believe it was a Tiwa, Tiwa Savage um, that won the award. Um, but it, like I said, it was just an honor to be amongst people who are very talented, who are very um, focused on doing amazing things for Africa.
0: Oh, yeah. In fact, I, I think you came to the attention of a, a South Sudanese artist, and I might be pronouncing his wrong his name wrong, Yaba Angelosi.
2: Yes, Yaba Angelosi. Um, yeah, he's a very prominent figure in uh, South Sudan. Um, so he does a he does a lot of Afrobeat uh, music, and he does a lot of upbeat stuff. So we did the song uh, "You and Me" um, a couple of years ago.
0: Well, if you don't mind. I have that song and, and I'd like to play it for the audience Yes, of course okay. Here we are Amani Elfaded And you and me you thank you
2: tell me do you, do you perform in musical festivals in canada and elsewhere yes um, i perform in a lot of them uh, including afro um, Afrofest, fest um, francophonie on en set fait, uh, there's open tuning festival um, there's a lot of uh, caribbean festivals that i've been a part of uh, so they're usually a very great experience to be able to to do the festivals
0: well, you we also incorporate dance on your in your stage performances outside of the inviting audiences on stage? Do you have a dance dancers in your act?
2: Uh, occasionally, I will have uh, dancers. Um, I do have my uh, choreographer uh, Lindy, who will bring her dancers, and we'll usually put together something very quickly uh, for the stage.
0: Where have some of the musical festivals been in? in In Canada, and have you been outside Canada as well?
2: I haven't been outside of Canada yet, um, but that's the plan for 2019 is to be able to go to the U.S. and do the festival out there. Good luck with that one. I hope that happens Mm -hmm. for you.
0: Uh Now, I want to touch on your uh, humanitarian efforts. I know through your music uh, you've brought attention to the conflicts in South Sudan, and you're encouraging young girls and women to strive their, for their goals and overcome personal traumas. Um, tell me about that, your efforts in that pursuit.
2: Yes. Um, so one of the things that um, that is occurring uh, because of the war, um, many people don't know that uh, even if it's the soldiers that are fighting and it's the male soldiers, one of the groups that, or the two of the groups that get impacted the most by it, are the women and the children that live in the country. Um, so last year there was a big conflict um, that was causing a big famine. Um, the women are the ones that are affected by that. Also, one of the things is that there's a lot of rape uh, that's occurring that kind of gets brushed under the rug. Um, in one month, there was 1,300 women that were raped, um, which wow. is, you know, unbelievable. Um, for, for North rich. American standards, yeah, and um, children starving, and they didn't ask for the war. Um, a lot of the women aren't fighting the war; they're just basically just trying to survive. So, one of the things that I wanted to do to bring attention to that is to do protests. So, last year I did a, a demonstration at our uh, Young and Danda Center, uh, pretty much where it's a hub of shopping uh majority of people go there. It's kind of like the Times Square of Toronto. Um, so what is it so called? I did have a sign. Uh, it's called Young and Dundas Square. Young and what? Young Dundas Square. Okay. I right. yeah. just want to know for my so, article. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's equivalent to the New York uh, Times Square. Um, okay. So we wind up putting a sign called uh, Peace for South Sudan and giving out 200 flyers to people to be aware of the uh, the issues that are happening in South Sudan. Um, and did you have a fundraising project
0: too?
2: Um, yeah, I did a fundraising project also with uh, in cooperation with a South Sudanese artist called Kiki Jiko. Um, so we partnered together um, to put a, together a show that uh, to raise money. Um, we also did um, a show out in Ottawa for UNHCR. Uh, so they were also raising funds. Uh, they wound up raising about $3,000 uh, to help aid in the famine that's, uh, that was happening in South Sudan.
0: Now, you mentioned some of the problems are rape, which is a huge problem
2: in Sudan. Do you mention that in your lyrics? Uh, For the upcoming album, Saturn, there is a lot of uh, political um, talk. Um, I am working on a song called Peacemaker, which does touch on uh, those conflicts. Um, There's another song that I'm also writing. It's called Sex Talk, and it does talk about the abuses that a lot of women face, um, whether it's sexual or physical, um, and how the society is accepting it as if it's normal um, but it's not normal, and many women are keeping quiet and not talking about the things that they faced. Um, for South Sudanese, it's uh, it's kind of a dishonor if a woman faces assault. Um, it's dishonorable to the family, so I wanted to bring that to light and kind of allow women to be able to speak up, so kind of like a Me Too movement for South Sudan. Uh, so those two songs will be featured in the upcoming EP, Saturn.
0: Well, it sounds like blaming the victim. Is there a lot of that going on blaming the victim for for the rape and not the uh, not the perpetrator?
2: Yes, yes. And I I'm, I'm not saying that uh everybody's evil when they do this. A lot of it is miseducation. Um they look at a woman as she's supposed to be pure. Um they do have a dowry system in place too, and that dowry system They value virgins. They value women who aren't promiscuous. So if a woman is, in their words, damaged, she's worth less to them than, you know, if she was pure. Um, So a lot of women wind up keeping their mouth shut about these things. And there's a lot of victim blaming. And uh, even in the cases of abuse, a woman could be beaten by her husband and the family because they took a dowry. They can't really do or say anything. Against that husband, so usually they'll send the woman back to the husband, and just say, you know, try to deal with it. Mm. That that's Mm -hmm. pretty sad.
0: That's and what the law does. The law step in, or, or or is the law
2: more traditional? The law is more traditional, and they typically only step in if it was something that was extensive. So if it was a young girl and she just got beaten completely, then they will come in and do something. But if it was a, you know, an older woman and she got punched in the face, they wouldn't do anything. And in terms of even rapes, I mean, if you go and you report it, most of the time they'll turn on you and say, well, it was, you know, you shouldn't have been out or, you know, maybe you were dating the guy. And he thought it was okay, but rarely is it that they'll turn on the guy and arrest the guy.
0: What about women's rights? Do they own property? Can they own property? Do do they have a voice in politics or anything like that?
2: Yes. Uh, A lot of tribes, they do try to put women first. Um, in that sense, but it's kind of a paradox because the woman could be first, but if she gets raped, then she's suddenly less than everybody. Um, So women can own property there, uh, but it's not looked at as a good thing. Uh, Women can choose not to get married, but they're looked at as witches. You know, they're looked at Mm because maybe there's Mm -hmm. something wrong with them.
0: Or they're going against the societal norm as they see it.
2: Exactly. But you'll see in the bigger cities, it is turning uh, drastically. So you'll see that a lot in the tribes that you'll see, uh, the tribal rural areas that you'll see that kind of behavior. But in the cities now, they're pushing more to get women educated and to not force marriage on women. But there's always still that stigma. If a woman, like for me, for example, I'm 29 and I'm not married, there would be a lot of people looking at me strangely. Like maybe perhaps there's something wrong with me.
0: But now that you're in Canada, you're, you're under a completely different uh, cultural system, which doesn't force the woman to get married at all or at any particular age. How, does that, how has that been for you? More freedom?
2: It's, it's been more freedom, and I really, really do appreciate. The laws here are very, very beneficial to women. Um, one thing with uh, not just African women, but a lot of women from other cultures, uh, who maybe have that uh, that culture where the woman is expected to be married by a certain age, um, they wind up being conflicted here in North America because on one hand, you have all these rights. You can choose when you want to be married. You can choose when you want to have children. You can choose to have boyfriends or partners or you choose what you want to do with your life and your body. However, when you go home to your parents, there's a lot of pressure um, and then there's a lot of comparison. You'll usually get a statement like, these girls in Canada don't do this, but you're this type of girl, so you should be doing this. So you kind of get conflicted. You go home and you're in one country, and then you step outside the door and you're in another country sometimes. It feels like that. Wow, that is a
0: conflict. Well, tell me your music. Yeah. Where can it be purchased? Are you on Amazon awesome. or CD Baby?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, CD Baby, Amazon, Spotify uh, iTunes The whole works You can find it uh, on okay. most uh, streaming services
0: uh, And do you want to share your contact In terms of social media In case someone wants to look you up Or read about you
2: Yes um, So I'm on almost all uh, social media am mostly uh, Facebook, Instagram And Twitter um, So you can find me with my name Amani, A-M-A-N-I-E, A-M-A-N-I-E illfated, I-L-L-F-A-T-E-D, so you can use that uh, to find me on social media.
0: Okay, well, have I missed any questions that you would like to add to this interview?
2: No, actually, I think you really uh, asked a lot of great questions, and I really appreciate all the questions.
0: Well, if, if there's nothing more, I think we'll bring this into view, and I, I, I want to thank you for your time, and, and uh, it's been a pleasure having you, and this is uh, topically yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm your host, Deirdre Shure. and again, our guest today was Imani Ilfated, and I encourage you to go and buy her wonderful new CD, I guess it is, uh, um, that is is your most current one, correct, The Hill's? Yes, the hills. Go out and get the hills, and just buy her EP. And that was uh, Saturn.
2: Yes, uh, Saturn. Saturn actually will be coming out in January.
0: Ah, okay.
2: We're around the corner from January, so look for it then.
0: Well, I thank you again, um, Armani, for being the guest today, and uh, good luck, future.
2: Perfect. Thank you so much.
0: And I'm going to end the show with the other half. I had to divide it um, of the hills. So here we go. I'm not ill fated, the hills.
1: Can, can, can run to the